Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards, flying solo today. No Sean Matheson. Sean's on holidays. And this is our first edition of the Dogcast for 2020, so uh, welcome everyone. It's going to be a big year for Greyhound Racing in South Australia. We had a huge year last year, of course, hooked on Scotch winning the uh, the Adelaide Cup last year, but we look forward to what's going to bring uh, some great racing this year in 2020. Uh, coming up on the, today's Dogcast, we're going to review the week that was in Greyhound Racing. Of course, we had the heats of the SA Greyhound Racing uh, SA Sprint Championship last Thursday night. We'll also preview the uh, the feature on Thursday night. We're also going to have a chat to Lisa Rasmussen, uh, who's got uh, some key chances there on Thursday night. And we'll also look at the five nominations for the Greyhound of the Year, which is coming up in February. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yeah, the Week in Review, of course, brought to us by uh, Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food uh, for our Gap SA Greyhounds for the duration of their foster care and, of course, for the first week of their adoption and their best base right here in South Australia. So, look, if you want to know more about uh, Fresh Pet Food Co., go to their website. All it is is you type in Fresh Pet Food Co., all one word, Fresh Pet Food Co., C-O., .com.au. We thank them for their sponsorship, as always, here on the Dogcast, and they, of course, sponsor the Week in Review. So we look back to last Thursday night. Um, we had the heats, of course, of the uh, the Sprint Championship, and, look, it was a wonderful night's uh, action of Greyhound Racing last Thursday. We had the three heats and, of course, the final to be run on this Thursday night. Um, look, the heat number one, this is all thanks to Bargain Still Centre, of course, as well. They're sponsoring the feature race. And we go back to heat number one on Thursday night. It's a riot was able to win that uh, particular heat. Ben Rawlings prepares It's a Riot. The uh, the Greyhound is going from strength to tr- strength. It uh, ran 29 and 63, led all the way. Was able to defeat American Man, who had its chance to run it down. But, uh, gee, It's a Riot was absolutely super there on Thursday night. Unfortunately for It's a Riot, it's drawn wide in the feature race on Thursday night. It has drawn box number eight, so that's not going to be an easy task. We'll touch on that a bit later on in the preview. So he won heat one. Now, heat two was taken out by Tornado Alley for Lisa Rasmussen. Now, I guess this was a little bit of a surprise because we had Alfieri in the race and Kurong Lucy, uh, two really uh, strong performers, and Tornado Alley was able to lead throughout, running 29.78. Alfieri, look... Found the line okay, ran 29.79, thought it had its chance, all the way down the back was sitting a length behind Tornado Alley, wasn't able to run that Greyhound down. The Greyhound that finished third in that race, Kurong Lucy, uh, gee, she was impressive. She uh, really uh, flashed the last little bit, and one more stride, she beats the pair of them. And Kurong Lucy, by running third in that particular heat, uh, qualifies to make the final on Thursday night. So she's going to have a great chance. So that was heat two. Heat three, little bit of a surprise here, Firetail. Now, the Greyhound's always shown ability. But uh, for Lauren Harris, now, it was able to win on the tote with the tab tote. It paid upwards of $40. So it was a big price. Uh, but this Greyhound's always promised to do something like this, and she was absolutely brilliant last Thursday night. She gave them a start and gave them a beating. She was able to run down Diamond Heart. Look, she ran 29.91, which was the slowest time of the three heats, but, boy, the way she went, um, she went super, and she's going to run really competitively on Thursday night. She was able to run down Diamond Heart, who ran 30.04 and was comfortably beaten by Firetail. So... 
Um, that is the three heats from last Thursday night. It's a riot, Tornado Alley and Firetail, all winning their heats. Um, and if you look at the market, which we'll touch on in the preview a bit later on, uh, the market's gone up with Alfieri, the tab fixed favourite ahead of Kurong Lucy, and it's a riot. And uh, look, Alfieri's the favourite, ran second in heat number two last Thursday night, and as I said, seemingly had its chance, but uh, no doubt from box number one is going to take a stack of beating on Thursday night. Now, that was the week uh, from last week, Thursday night. Uh, we had Seneki uh, in the gold bullion at Albion Park last Friday night. Those of you who missed that race, boy, that uh, was a fantastic race. Uh, Seneki was able to win that Group 1 gold bullion, defeating um, good odds Harada and Feral Frankie. Now, uh, Seneki, we know, of course, here from South Australia and uh, much publicised, uh, was one of the favourites for the Adelaide Cup last year, led up towards the home corner and was run down by Hooked on Scotch and finished third in that particular feature race here last year. He was able to lead throughout. He pinged the boxes from box number five. Gee, he began brilliantly. He never gave anything else a chance. He ran a 5.54 early and he ran 29.41 over the 5.20. Absolutely smashed the opposition there in the Group 1 Gold Bullion at Albion Park last Friday night. And uh, we've always known he's had that ability. He's been a wonderful dog for uh, for Connections, uh, Seneki. And uh, no doubt the Connections, Bill Wodorczyk, etc. would be certainly wrapped with what he did uh, last weekend. Uh, last Friday night, that is. And, of course, we wonder where he's going to go now. But uh, he was brilliant last Friday night winning that race. Uh, the other thing we wanted to touch on this week as far as the review is concerned, the uh, top five nominations for the Greyhound of the Year. Now, uh, this uh, particular event happens in February this year, so it's coming up pretty soon. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll have the five nominations which Greyhound Racing SA have agreed upon now. Uh, the way this works is there's a, there's a voting panel and uh, basically everybody on that voting panel gets to vote their top five greyhounds they believe should be in the, the top five, uh, and then basically that the top five are gathered from that particular information that's uh, gathered through. So the top five nominations for the Greyhound of the Year, which will be voted upon again by the, the judges, and the winner will be announced at, uh, at the uh, Greyhound of the Year in February. Now, the five nominations are Alfieri, who, as we know, is in the feature final on Thursday night. Had a wonderful year last year, no doubt about it, Alfieri. And uh, many couldn't uh, really argue about its case being in the top five. We've also got Alicante Boucher, who, of course, trained by Ben Rawlings, had a wonderful preparation. Of course, went over to Western Australia and won a race at Cannington uh, back late last year in October. So great to see Alicante Boucher make the final. Uh, Kurong Lucy also making the top five Greyhound of the Year nominations. Kurong Lucy's in the feature race on Thursday night. She's had also a brilliant uh, last start or last part of last year. Her win at Murray Bridge two starts ago was absolutely unbelievable, winning the Oaks, defeating Kisses for Chloe. Uh, she since went out to Angle Park and ran third. She's in the feature race there on Thursday night, trained by Cameron Butcher. We've also got Oakvale Beauty, who uh, has made the top five. Now, no doubt about Oakvale Beauty's ability. Uh, this is a greyhound that uh, last season took everything before it. It was absolutely brilliant in all of its performances, and it's great to see Oakvale Beauty make the, uh, the top five nominations for the Greyhound of the Year. And, of course, the other nomination is Time's Right. Uh, Time's Right is a greyhound that, again, had another great season last year. And uh, this greyhound, of course, is coming off a recent fifth at Angle Park. But if you go back four starts ago, it did defeat Alicante Boucher. It's had a wonderful career. It's had 22 wins from uh, 44 starts. So, uh, again, trained by Cameron Butcher. So Cameron's got two runners 
as part of the top five Greyhound of the Year nominations. He's got Kurong Lucy and Times Right, Nathan Wilson with Oakvale Beauty, and Alicante Boucher for Ben Rawlings, and Bill Wadorchek with Alfieri. So they're our five nominations. Uh, that'll be voted upon over the next couple of weeks, and the winner will be announced at the Greyhound of the Year in February. That was the week that was the uh, brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. If you want to check them out, go to www.freshpetfoodco.com.au and you can check them out there. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids! That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Yeah, the preview this week, of course, is brought to us by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Uh, search at the dogs SA and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we spoke about it all last year. Uh, you get free tips for greyhound racing in South Australia. Todd Gray is our regular tipster. And uh, he chucks up uh, a heap of tips each and every day for Metro meetings. And that's all on at the dogs SA Twitter feed. That's all you need to do. Check it out. It's free tipping. And I'll tell you what, Todd Gray had a wonderful season last year, tipping many a winners. And no doubt he'll have another brilliant year this year in 2020. So we look at the preview on Thursday night this week. And, of course, we have the uh, feature race being race number eight on the program. Now, let's run through the box draw for this particular event. It's the Bargain Still Centre Sprint Championship Final. The heats were run last Thursday night. Box number one, we have Alfieri for Bill Wadorchek. Of course, has a personal best around Angle Park at 29.50. Qualified running second in the heat last week. Is the favourite with the tab fixed odds at this stage of betting. Two is Kurong Lucy, trained by Cameron Butcher. A nomination for the Greyhound of the Year. Ran third in her particular heat last week, but found the line particularly well. I have no doubt one more stride. She wins that particular heat last week. Trained by Cameron Butcher. I think she'll be suited to box number two. I didn't think she liked the inside box, box one last week. She's got a PB of 29.51. Number three is Firetown. Now, we spoke about her in the uh, the week in review. Trained by Lauren Harris. Absolutely brilliant last start, Firetail. Uh, running at, well, her personal best is 29.91, but the way she won last week, she gave them a start and she got over the top to give them a beating as well. She come from behind, really impressive win. I know Lauren Harris and Ryan Tugwell have always had an opinion of Firetail and no doubt she'll represent them very well in the Sprint Championship on Thursday night. Number four is Tornado Alley. One here trained by Lisa Rasmussen. We'll chat to Lisa shortly about her chances here, but Tornado Alley was a surprise uh, packet last week, basically leading throughout. He's won 13 from 67 starts. He's won twice from box four. So you can mount a case for him. His personal best is 29.78. Number five is Diamond Heart, the other one trained by Lisa Rasmussen. She qualified running second behind Firetail. She was run down clearly by Firetail, but she has won 15 from 56, and she has won two starts from box number five. Number six is Canley Ebony, trained by Peter Jovanovic. Now, this is the greyhound, I think, is possibly the surprise packet if there is going to be one. Now, she ran third, well beaten behind. It's a right in the uh, in the heat. She was well in the market that night. She had a poor beginning. If she gets a better beginning, I think she's the best ruffie in the race. Seven is American Man, trained by Lisa Rasmussen, one of three runners for Lisa in the race. This is a greyhound that's always had ability 
Uh, only lightly races, had 22 starts for seven wins. It qualified running second behind It's a Right. Certainly is going to be a winning hope here with a clear run early. Number eight is It's a Right, trained by Ben Rawlings, a greyhound that's won, 17, won seven, I should say, from 18 starts. He was absolutely brilliant last start in the heat. He led all the way, absolutely smashed its rivals and has run a 29.63 personal best. Important to note that 29.63 was clocked last Thursday in the heat. So he's a greyhound on the up and is certainly going to be a huge chance here given any early luck. So the reserves are Bailey Rocks and Soda Crash. Right now, sitting here, I'm thinking Alfieri from box one, if it can hold out Kurong Lucy early, will probably win the race. Um, my tips at this stage are Alfieri ahead of Kurong Lucy. I'm going for third. Uh, number six, Canley Ebony. I think this is a greyhound with a bit of early luck. She can be highly competitive. And number eight, It's a Right, will be my fourth selection. So I'm going one, two, six and eight in the feature race there on Thursday night. It's a wonderful race. Some really good prize money up for grabs there as well. Look, it's a 10 race card on Thursday night. The first, it's 6.40. Of course, it's school holidays here in South Australia. So great opportunity to get the kids out to Angle Park, sit up there in Chase's Restaurant, enjoy the all-you-can-eat buffet and watch some really good racing there on Thursday night. As far as a good thing is concerned, well, the fields only came out yesterday, so I haven't had a great chance to sink my teeth right into the form, but I would suggest there's a greyhound going around there on Thursday night that's going to be hard to beat, and uh, I've no doubt uh, that this greyhound can win this race with a clear run, and that is race two, number two, Oakvale Elite. The Greyhound's got really good form, 30.04 personal best. I think it gets a clear run early, and I think it's worthy of a ticket each way. Race two, number two, Oakvale Elite on Thursday night. But my selections in the feature race are one, two, six, and eight. I'm tipping Alfieri to win the Bargain Still Centre uh, Sprint Championship final there on Thursday night. That is the preview. That's all thanks to the uh, Twitter feed, at the Dogs SA. You get free, twi- uh, free tips for uh, South Australian Greyhound Racing. And as always, gamble responsibly. The interview. Yeah, the interview this week on the Dogcast. Our first for 2020 is going to be Lisa Rasmussen. And, uh, well, most of the uh, people we had on the Dogcast last year ended up training a winner or two on the Thursday night when we had them on. So let's hope that trend continues this week as Lisa Rasmussen is about to join us on the Dogcast. Uh, hello, Lisa, and welcome to the Dogcast. Congratulations on having three finalists for the uh, the Bargain Still Centre Sprint Championship on Thursday night. Thank you. Mary. I'm um, looking forward to it. Now, just before we touch on that, um, unbelievably so, I, I think you've got more runners than Tony on Thursday night. I had a quick check. You've got 10 runners and Tony's got four. <laughs> yeah, his, um, well, two of his is travelling to Sydney with, on Thursday. So, yeah, he's a, he's a bit short. I'm holding up the fort this week. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, and you've got some great chances there. The team's going well. How did you, how did you rate the season last year? Um, were you happy with the amount of winners you had? Oh, we were... Actually, considering um, we had a few changes mid-year, um, and we lost our best dog um, in April, um, mm. Corborn uh, Suede. He did his back leg muscle, so yeah, we were very unfortunate to lose him at the uh, midway through the year. But that happens in racing. But we've got a great bunch of new owners, and we put, purchased a few dogs ourselves, and yeah, we've kicked along quite nicely, I think. And you must be loving the Murray Bridge Circuit. Obviously, that's where you're based up there, Lisa. Yeah, we're um, I think it's twelve minute drive, mm. so it's fantastic to duck over there on a Tuesday night and a Friday morning for trials, and and yeah, go to the races, and we can actually be home before midnight, so it's wonderful. <laughs> exactly, um, you've got fourteen in on Thursday between yourself and Tony. How many between the pair of you are you training at the moment? 
Um, we've got 70 kennels now. Um, so wow. we've, we've upped it a little bit since uh, mid-year last year. Mm-hmm. Um, added a few um, pre-training kennels and, yeah, just – and yeah, so we're, we're quite full on with Tara's help, obviously, and, and my two nieces work for us as well. So, yeah, it's pretty full-time effort for all five of us. Yeah, I was going to say Tara is a big uh, part of the team as well. Um, she's having some success as well in the training ranks. Yes, she is. Um, she's studying now. First year was last year, so um, it gives her a bit of extra time than Year 12 took up 24 hours a day, basically, for her. So last year she saved up some money and purchased some dogs and helps us out when she can and when she's not at uni and races her own three she's got, so she's very happy. Mm. And, and you touched on Corborn Sway there. Just before we touch on Thursday night, uh, he, he looked like he was going to be anything last year and he had an injury, did he, come March? He did. Uh, in April, actually it was, it was the Easter um, up against Hotcho Manelli. He just won the um, Anniversary Cup in 29.50, so in, we were very happy with that and he won it at the Meadows and he uh, ran fourth in the Australian Cup. He'd, he's just done everything we asked of him at the start of the year. Mm. And yeah, just unfortunately he came out the boxes and slipped slightly and just tore his back leg muscle. Um, we brought him back three months later and he was trialling really well. He had a really good trial at Murray Bridge and then we thought, well, we'll give him a crack at the Nationals and I put him out the boxes at Angle Park um, that week in August and yeah, he just tore the other back leg muscle. Mm. So that was the end of him and kept him at home for a little while, but we found a nice home for him in Victoria with one of our friends. So oh, he's brilliant. quite happy. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, all right, well, let's have a look at Thursday night, uh, see if we can tip the uh, the putters listening to the dog cast into a winner or two. You've, as I said, you've got 10 runners in. Let's have a look at the feature race first. Now, let's touch on Tornado Alley first of all. Was, I guess he was a little bit of a surprise pack at how well he went last week. Obviously, he's been racing well, but he really stepped up last week, didn't he? He did, and he loves an inside draw, so that's key for him. Um, if he can jump and get on the rail, he just plugs along quite nicely. And it was a PB, but it wasn't very, you know, he didn't improve by 10 lengths. He improved mm. by a length. So, um, you know, we're, we're very, very happy with him. Unfortunately, he's got box four. So, mm. you know, he's, he's going to be heading for that rail along with Diamond Heart, who's in five. So they'll both be cruising across to the inside. So look out anyone that's in their way, both of them. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I must say, um, the, the Greyhounds that ran second and third behind him last week, Alfieri and Kurong Lucy, both brilliant Greyhounds, they had their chance to beat him. Oh, they are. They certainly did. Um, I think probably um, maybe the lack of experience, because they're both a bit younger, and, and mm. he just like plugged away and did what he wanted to do out in front, and um, Lucy, I've seen with her, she's under pressure early because she's such a baby and gosh, she's such a good dog and mm. she's going to be brilliant. Um, yeah, she just needs that little bit more field experience, I think, and, and I think she prays a little bit out wider. And Alfie Yuri, he just got sort of crashed up at the start and didn't get a quite a good crack at him. But I think if he had a better run and not so crowded at the start, he probably would have got him. Mm, yeah, exactly. Um, the other greyhound, Diamond Heart, number five. Now, she's got the quickest early personal best in the race of a 4.33. That was from box one. But no doubt she's lightning quick early as well. And if she was able to cut down in front of a few of these others, it might just make the race a little bit more messy and she, she may get away with a good lead. Yeah, well, that that's hoping, you know, the the good thing about drawing four and five with two railers is they're going to help each other out. So, mm. yeah, that's plan. Um, she just needs to get, she does need a break. I'm not lying here. She's not, um, the back end of her races aren't great. But look, we can't complain with what she's done for her owners. We've we've known them, well, actually Beryl came to Tony and my wedding 30, nearly 30 years ago. So mm. 
We've um, and they they're a great old couple, and Don pulls along to the track every now and watches the dogs run. So, I you know for them it'd be great. That would make their you know century. Mm. I think if she ended up winning. Yeah, and American Man, the other runner, you got number seven. Now he's a greyhound. I want to talk to you about Lisa. He uh, from memory, he was contesting the Derby heats earlier or late last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he actually made the final, um, Derby final. Unfortunately, he drew box five and had no luck in the mm. final. Um, so it's quite an occurrence for us when we make a feature final. It's usually four, five, or six that we get, no matter what the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we've, we've um, got him for pre-training. We purchased his brother and sister ourselves, which is where Sparky and Tony Spark. Mm. And um, he won his maiden quite well. So we ended up getting a group of friends together and purchasing him um, to race for our friends. So mm. there's we're called Random Selection Syndicate because there's one in Perth, two in Victoria, one in Sydney and three lots of us over here. So it's quite exciting for all of our friends to get together and race him. And he's got a lot of ability, but again, he's, he's not quite he's such a big dog. He's actually got the same mother as Monona Alley, um, which is amazing. But yeah, mm. having in the same race and not knowing when we, when we got Tornado Alley over after we had American Man. But yeah, um, so he just needs a lot of room, and he's got a very big motor, and he, and he runs a little bit wide too, which is a bit of a thing. But yeah, that's, he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, and you put him over the six hundred a couple of starts ago too. Yes, yeah, just to give him a bit more room at the start, mainly. Like he he was getting quite crowded up coming out the boxes at the five hundred. So mm. mainly for his confidence. I mean, he's not a strong six hundred meter dog. He's he's stronger at the back of his five hundreds. But it gave him that bit of confidence to come out the boxes a little bit better mm. over the 500. So, yeah, and that, that that worked. So hopefully it works again this week and he can take advantage of the other two cruising over to the rail. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got three good chances there in the feature race on Thursday. Outside of those three runners, uh, Lisa, you've got seven other runners. What's the best of your uh, kennel, I guess, heading to the track Thursday? Um, gosh, I don't know. They're all... I'd, I don't know. No? <laughs> they've all got, we always say to everyone that they've got good, good each way chances, but mm. we wouldn't bring the track unless they had a, a you know half a chance or or whatever. But, yeah, no, we. I hate to pick out favourites. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lucy's, yeah. Otis, Lucy's <laughs> Otis won well the other day. Yeah, he did. He did. Mm. He's more... I uh, don't think he's going to be suited. He has had one trial at Angle Park a while ago, mm. um, but he's, yeah, he's more a, the big one-turn track type dog because he's 38, 39 kilos, so... Mm. I don't think it quite suits, but and he prefers the rail as well. I think he's got box. He's got box eight. Mm. Um, eight. Oh yeah, well yeah. that's not going to suit him that well. No. <laughs> yeah. So. No. All right. I well, do like, I do like where Sparky off box one, but she's got um, a pretty hard field. So. Yeah. yeah, that's that's in the heat of the John Gray. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So race four, number one, where's Sparky? Look, best of luck, Lisa. The team's going really well. Had a great season last year, yourself and Tony, and uh, three runners in the feature race Thursday. Let's hope one of them can get over the line first. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Lisa Rasmussen there, our guest on the Dogcast. As I said, she's got three good chances in the feature on Thursday. Boxes four, five, and seven. Tornado Alley, Diamond Heart, and American Man. And as she said, where Sparky will give you a good sight for your money in heat number one of the John Gray race four, number one. There's two heats. of the. Uh, in fact, there's three heats. No, try again, Tim. There's four heats of the John Gray on Thursday night. Races uh, four, five, six, seven, and the feature race being the Bargain Still Centre uh, Sprint Championship Final on Thursday night. So that's uh, been the Dogcast, the first edition anyway for 2020. We hope you've enjoyed the uh, the show. Uh, don't forget the Greyhound of the Year dinner is on Saturday, the 15th of February. 
Uh, if you want to book, get in contact with GRSA, but that's out at Gawler. It'll be um, done at Gawler this year. That's the Greyhound of the Year on the 15th of February. That is the Dogcast, uh, first edition for the new year, and we'll catch up with you soon. <laughs>